upon further review. Another one-possession loss for the Panthers to come up short at Green Bay by a score of 24-16. In primetime on Saturday night, Panthers would fall behind 21-3 in the first half and try to rally in the second half. For the game, Teddy Bridgewater, 258 yards passing. No passing touchdowns, but he would run for one, but he'd also fumble at the goal line in this game. First and goal, Uh Bridgewater dives for it, lost the ball, picked up by King, and he's off to the races the other way. Unbelievable. Anderson finally makes the tackle, assisted by Moore at the Carolina 45-yard line. Oh, Uh, the humanity. That's brutal. D.J. Moore had 131 yards receiving. Mike Davis, 59 yards rushing. Meanwhile, for Green Bay, Aaron Jones was a problem. They're running back 145 yards and a touchdown. Aaron Rodgers held to 143 yards passing with a touchdown, but also a rushing touchdown as the Packers improved to 11-3. Best record in the NFC. Panthers have dropped eight of their last nine games. Their record falls to 4-10. Next up, a game at Washington. I'm Jim Zoki on the Carolina Panthers Radio Network. Network. Guys, thanks to Coach Matt Rule joining us now off uh, another one possession game, as it turns out here. And uh, Coach, you, you had a decision to make right before the two-minute warning, and you, you choose to kick the field goal. It bought you time as your defense did their job, got the ball back for you, and uh, almost played out the way you wanted. You had almost a minute left to go on the clock uh, when you uh, got the ball back that final time. Unfortunately, just not able to get downfield there. But uh, is that a strategy you worked out uh, just as something situationally when it occurs, or was that on the fly making that kind of a decision? No, that was something we, um, you know, with our analytics people, we've talked about several times. Um, and, uh, you know, with one timeout, we knew we, if we got the stop, we could get the ball back with a minute left and uh, probably have pretty decent field position, uh, which we did before that uh, holding penalty. So uh, that was kind of our plan and uh, worked out uh, up until the end. Coach, it's Mick. Might you have uh, found some things defensively in this game with uh, Derek Brown getting through there for a couple of sacks and some other good moments against a very high-powered offense? Yeah, you know, I thought uh, those first three drives, you know, we didn't we didn't play very good defense, and after that, we sort of settled down and we we got better and better and better. So, uh, uh, you know, got some key third down stops, got off the field, all that stuff. I thought that was uh, significantly better. Hey, coach, you know, I, I keep telling you, there's one thing that I will never question. I don't think anyone can is just how well and how hard your team fights, um, no matter what the situation is, and that was evident uh, ever so tonight. One thing though is, how do you? kind of teach or, or get situational football ingrained in the minds of all your players knowing that every single situation is different and understanding the gravity of crucial and critical downs and critical situations where you are in the red zone and obviously when you're back you have a team backed up and they have to punt I mean how do you kind of continue to work with that um, to develop these players that obviously because that's going to determine these ball games of wins and losses yeah I mean I, I, I think uh, you know continuing to to go through these situations we practice them we go through them uh we point out the hard losses you know unfortunately we're learning uh you know you can learn in life through wisdom or experience it's way easier to learn through wisdom but most people don't they have to go through the experience and so we're seeing uh from an experiential point like you know what happens when you don't do what you're supposed to do what happens when you don't do your job what happens when you don't master the situation so um i think as we you know we have two chances left to go play we have two chances to go play those situations better and certainly as we get into the off season uh, I would expect that we would be a, a, a team that hopefully uh, learns a lot from the, the hard the hard moments we face this year. And you know what? I think um, there's positive situational things. I think for our defense to to, to force a three and out, um, you know, uh, uh, really, really, I guess I think the, the, couple, the, the last couple games to get the ball back to us with a chance to go win the game. I mean, um, I'm proud that they're mastering the end of the game, and uh, we just have to we have to just keep coaching. We have to keep listening. We have to keep improving. 
um, the young players have to have to you know grow up on the fly and um, we needed that tonight we didn't quite get it done we need to do it again next week and uh, you know Mick mentioned Derek Brown obviously a first round pick but Miles Hartsfield undrafted player looked like he played a lot of snaps and, and some pretty good ones out there in pass coverage for you guys tonight yeah you know he's been playing some more nickel the last two weeks doing a really nice job and uh, you know they isolated him in the end well, we brought pressure and through the fade he played it down the field perfectly so uh, a lot of good things, uh, you know, happening from uh, Miles. All right, Coach, appreciate your time as always. Thank you so much. Guys, thanks. And uh, D-Day Mork joining us now in this game. He had literally a little bit more than half of the receiving yards for the team, 131 of the 258 in this game. He'd much rather have the win. But, uh, DJ, uh, you come back uh, after having to miss a little bit of time with the COVID. For you personally, how good was it to get back on the field and be that productive in this game? Uh, it felt good. Uh, you know, any chance you get to be back on the field after what I had two weeks off, I mean, that, that was a blessing uh, just to get back on the field and play how I played. DJ, it's Mick. Uh, I don't even want to ask you about tonight's game. I, I want to tap into your football knowledge. Can you look uh, forward in your mind and see uh, this Carolina Panther team becoming better and better and, and being uh, being a force to, to be dealt with uh, in the next couple of seasons with the pieces that are already in place? Oh, most definitely. Uh, as you can see, we're getting stronger and stronger as the year goes on. So even like today when we was finishing out games uh, last week, we, we like every every game we just get better and better on finishing out games. So looking forward, uh, it's going to be um, a rude awakening for some people in the league. Hey, DJ, this is Kurt right here. And um, again, just like Mick said, you know, we, we all saw tonight and obviously it's going to be a sour taste, you know, on the flight back home. Just can you explain how does it feel to have back to back thousand yard seasons and and where do you see yourself, you know, individually as a player? You know, what do you want to see out of your career as you move forward? Uh, it's good. It's great to uh, have back-to-back thousand yards. Um, you know, uh, it just shows the uh, effort that you put in during offseason, throughout the season, just to be better and better each each week, and uh, just strive to reach your personal milestones, but also help the team try to win. DJ, there was a moment I think in the third quarter of this game where Brandon Zilstra gets the ball on a on a, on a round essentially. He's going to throw it to Teddy Bridgewater, but uh, that play isn't available to him. He smartly holds the ball, doesn't throw it. I feel like receivers always want to throw in that situation. He actually made the, the right call by not doing so. But uh, uh, how excited were you to see that play after practicing it and seeing that uh, that result uh, could have been what it was not as it turned out, but uh, how fun that play could have been if it had worked out? Oh, that play definitely could have been fun. Uh, we would have had Teddy uh, wide open and scoring. And, um, it, w- it would have been a special moment uh, at Lambeau. So for him, for everybody, because, you know, uh, Brandon – Brandon's is a good player, so just seeing him able to get uh, a chance to do that is good. Hey, DJ, last question. Who was the best quarterback out of the wide receiver room? Who's the best quarterback? Yeah, who can throw the ball the best out of the wide receiver room? Me. <laughs> me. <laughs> now, y'all laughing. I'm dead. I'm serious, like me. We're just laughing because you said give, it. Give me an offseason, I'll be good. Well, maybe we'll see that over the last two games. Uh, if not, uh, we'll, we'll save it for next year. DJ, appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you.